I think home training is mandatory for your children. Like, I don't think it's my responsibility to teach your kids how to not be bad people. You right? If you can't hear the music, it's because you're watching. If you want to hear the music, head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Check out the music. I think we're doing all Spanish this Saturday. Ooh, all Spanish, right? With That's on Spotify exclusively. Spanish heritage. We're going to save the Spanish talk for the next episode. It's Kasabian, Kasabian Live-O, wow, what's going on beautiful people, welcome to the Kasabian Live-O show, live from Las Vegas, I'm behind the microphone with talent on loan from God, I'll be your host today Kasabian, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, if this is your first time here, second, third, or fourth, and you haven't subbed to the YouTube, can you head over to our YouTube channel, Kasabian Live-O TV, and give us a sub, because it would be very beneficial to give us a sub, we'd appreciate that over here, thank you. So, today's episode should be fun, and today's episode is brought to you by the letter, act right. All them letters. Teach your kids. I pay a lot of money to live in the neighborhood I live in. I shouldn't be subjected to the bullshit I had to deal with today. I go to the doctor. I say, doc, my asthma been really messing with me. I need, there's the fire in California. I need some asthma medicine. You do me a favor and just give me my refill, but I gotta come by anyway because the whole heart attack thing. Hey, bro. First, I walk in, nobody's there. Fill out the paper. I sit there and I say, Shorty, I fill out the paper, or excuse me, miss. I fill out the paper. Can you do me a favor and check me in? Take a seat. Word, word. I'm a, all right, I'm going to take a seat. Five minutes go by. My appointment been passed. We're already past the point of me being irritated, especially with this asshole behind the glass. Bow. She calls my name. I stand up as I'm standing up. No, no, no. I was sitting down, and these people walked in. This lady with her little funky-ass daughter walked in. I stood up. There's mad chairs. We're the only people in there. There's probably 35 chairs in this whole doctor's office. I walk in. Excuse me. I stand up, go to the glass. Uh, she calls my name. She said it three times. She said it wrong. I said, if you would have asked me what name was, I would have corrected you. We just kept on assuming you had it right and the audacity to even apologize. So I get to the glass. I hear, like, Somebody running to my chair, like literally sound like musical chairs, you know, like somebody like darts into your shit and it sits real fast. I look back and this little girl is sitting in my fucking chair. I look over at her fucking heifer mom and said like, like I gave her that look, like I got my mask on, but I mean, I'm looking at you like, what the fuck is wrong with this kid, yo? Like it wasn't no little kid, like she was big enough to get punched in the head for this dumb shit. Like who allows, like some people don't deserve just decency like i'm so nice to people but you took my seat i literally stand there and stare at this fucking kid and i'm like what is wrong with you and they call my name to go to the back then i see the fucking doctor i talked to him for two seconds and he literally was like i bet you don't got any wheezing he goes what brings you here today i said i just need a refill for my asthma medicine i've been wheezing a lot when i run working out i've been having problems he goes oh okay so you got sport induced asthma I said, yeah, sport-induced asthma, basically. 
and I cough a lot because of it. And he goes, oh, okay, let me hear your lungs. He hears my lungs. He's like, I don't hear anything. It's because I'm sitting here. He's like, yeah, but you're not wheezing. I was like, because I'm not doing a sport. I'm just sitting here. We just discussed this. You just said it's sport-induced asthma. I'm sitting on my ass. I'm not doing anything. Why are you sweating me? So confused. I was so confused. I'm like, why are you talking to me like this? And then he literally touched me with the thing twice and goes, all right, I'll send it to your uh, pharmacy. That was it. That was my afternoon. It's fucking wonderful. Let's get to today's show. We have a couple things to talk about. The military has a blunder on their hands. Um, have you guys ever heard of that theory about multiple lives? All right, we'll talk about that. I think that's going to be fun to talk about. Let's recap Nicki Minaj and what's going on with her and like, the world. Uh, the housing market is something it's very different right now so we definitely want to keep touching it i'm a realtor you know i'm going to always talk about the housing market and it's, it's just good money to talk about let's get into the housing market spacex that's the name of the uh the show today inspiration for the four civilians that got sent into space from spacex yesterday it's pretty awesome uh and i want to talk about classism versus uh yeah again equal outcome or equality versus equal outcome like that that's such a convoluted line that gets crossed consistently and and with people like aoc and her stupid dress i think it needs to be addressed again gabby i'm gonna butcher her last name and i've heard her like 50 times in the past like day and a half petito is missing she's a youtuber went on a road trip with her fiance boyfriend husband and now she's gone he's not talking we'll get into it there was also a dude that like killed his bms at, at a fucking baby shower but I'm just done. I can't. I can't. It's Friday. It's, let's just have some fun and let's kind of like just let's have fun. So the military had a giant blunder. Apparently, the U.S. military said Friday that it mistakenly killed 10 Afghanistan civilians, including seven children, but not Islamic State terrorists as intended. When it was launched, the drone strike in Kabul hit a car. When it was launched, the drone strike hit a car in Kabul last month. It was carrying, obviously, they missed their whole fucking mark. Um, those drone attacks aren't perfect. The only reason we have to bring it up is because, yes, that's a terrible casualty and it should never happen again. Don't blame Biden for this. This is just the casualties of war, but we need to be better and do better. And it needs to be, like, listen, people are getting hurt. It's definitely necessary to pay attention to what's happening out there. Um, I, okay. There's this theory that you live seven lives, right? Or that you live life and you die and you come back until you get life right, right? What if you knew, like, check out my theory. Like, what if you knew you ain't get this one right? This was it. Like, you were like, oh, shit. Like, what if you realize you're in the midst of your seven lives, your cycle, and you realize, oh, shit, I didn't get it right. Like, I'm going to be a fucking loser. If this, if this is real, right? You basically come back seven times until you get life right. You're going to die and come back, die and come back until you figure it out. Some people have it figured out. Some people don't. But that theory of dying and coming back, the reincarnation until you get it right, it's very exciting until you think of the dark side. Like what happens when you find out and you go, oh, shit. What if this isn't it? Right. Oh, I want to write that movie. Really think about that. Like comment below. Think about that. What if you knew that this wasn't your life, that you complete the mission and you got to come back and do the shit again? How would you feel? How do you act? How do you move? How do you try to change faith, I guess? I don't even know what you would call that. Anyway, that's that been in my head. I was like, damn, dude, that would suck if you like knew you were bored, like destined loser. Like, this ain't my turn to win. I'm a fucking loser until I come back on the next one and I might come back as a butterfly or some shit, right? Like, <laughs> that whole idea. 
I think it'll break your brain if you knew that this was not your good life. This was the shit life. I feel like I may have that sometimes. Like, damn, this this is not the one. You know what I'm saying? What else? <sighs> Am I going fast? I feel like I'm going fast for Friday. There's a lot of reading to get to. So the housing market story is huge. So the Nicki Minaj recap. At first, it started off with that story about her cousin and her friend and, and the cousin and, and with the balls after taking the shot. Now, listen, 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 listen. Maybe she exaggerated. Nonetheless, she's allowed to ask questions. See, we've come to this point where we can't ask questions and we all have to sound the same. And if you sound different, you're stupid. And instead of being someone that's ill-informed or needs proper information, we just get ostracized and shut down. And you obviously have to follow exactly what everybody else says or you're not allowed in the club, which is so weird. So as time goes on, Literally started off with Nikki talking that random shit. Everybody came out and attacked her. And then she came out and stood her ground and said, nah, fuck that. I got questions. Y'all just saying take this shit. But can't nobody have a negative anything to say about it. Why? The reason why Nicki Minaj is standing up and fighting right now is the reason why I started this show. One of them. I was tired of hearing hip-hop news and our news, our culture, always one-sided to the left. It never had any... There's never any leeway. The right, they're all racist. They're all bigots they're all isms they're all something right it, it's never oh they have a point or oh things can work this way it, it, it's very it's so one-sided and echo chambered that the only way to make money is if you're just like in the crowd you can't stick out at all because it doesn't pay you got to be in the group so nikki stood up and said something and honestly very valid points why can't we ask questions why aren't we allowed to talk about this shit why does it keep on happening why is it that they censor people, they take away their accounts, and nobody has any fight in the, in the game? There's no skin in the game. You just sit there and get told that you can't ask anything about anything. And then CNN has the nerve to... to I was going to read the story, but I really didn't want to. Here's just the headlines of the CNN story. Moderna Vax is the most effective. But, but Pfizer and J&J also protect well. What's the point of even saying anything? At that fucking point, just say they all work. Like, that's the dumbest shit ever. And then they gave a bunch of numbers and statistics, but honestly, they didn't really prove anything. I just find it weird. Like, they can't even... <clears throat> there's no winning. There's no winning. They've created so much divis divisiveness between them, the public, them, and authority. Like, since when does the media... Like, I mean, the, the uh, imp, imp, is it imposition, the imposition of their feelings, like they have to pull that shit out of journalism. Journalism isn't that you're supposed to journal, like you're supposed to see what you see and write it down. Your input comes at the end as a, an opinion piece. We just want the news. That shit's out the window. That's basically what Nikki's saying. Like, why can't we just get the news? And if we have a question, why can't we just be corrected or be shown some real facts? We still don't have real facts. They keep on giving you fake numbers and scaring you. They'll block you. They'll demonetize you. This video won't get seen because of the shit I'm saying. And and what? We have no way out, right? We just got to keep doing what everybody says. Anyway, let's get away from that. Let's talk about this housing market. I've, I've said time and time again, 80s babies have it the worst. If you see here behind me, this is a, a toy from my childhood. And I, I think this toy is dope as shit. So it's going to be here for a little while. And I got my cars that my son uh, has graciously gave me back for now until he sees them. And them shits is gone, son. He's going to grant that photo my whole little collection. And they're dope, too. Man, I don't know. Should I do this? 
Can y'all see it? Look how dope this little car is. My nails are disgusting too. So I apologize for my disgusting nails. But look how dope, right? A little wide body charger. Got a Supra. I know that's so corny. But <laughs> I got a Supra and I got my uh my DeLorean. I love the DeLorean. What a dope ass car. All right, I'm sorry. I had a little car moment. I apologize. Hey, shout out to all my podcast listeners. You guys are the best. Sorry for not shouting people out at the beginning of the show. We're just trying different things, y'all. We're evolving here at the Kasabian Lavo Show, and we're trying to keep it fresh. Something funky. All right. 80s babies. 80s babies is probably one of the worst generations out. We were basically robbed of our futures, and we are now the product of boomers and the boomer... Is it kleptocracy? Is that what the fuck they call that shit? Whatever the fuck they did and they fucked it all up. So let's talk about the housing market and what's going on in the housing market. As a realtor, this is obviously my wheelhouse and it's something I'm dealing with day to day. And I talk about it often because the disparity in in, in housing and in income at, at work is becoming so great that we really need to take a different approach and greater minds need to come together and figure out how to fix this solution. So as you know, during covid let me give you a little preface before we start this. During COVID, everything shut down. Everything from wood, tires, plastic, whatever the case was, whatever factories it was around the whole world, everything stopped. So we run on a chain and this chain has been already going and going and going forever and ever and ever. And all you have to do is just kind of get on there and go, right? That chain stopped. It has to build back up and go. We're now in a housing shortage like we've never seen. Because there's so many people that are literally leaving cities and heading over to the suburbs, and the suburbs can't really can't. Uh, well, I guess they can. They can hold the amount of people that are moving, but we just don't have enough houses. We'll get. Let, let me just break into the story and see if y'all understand what's going on. And we could talk about it. Maybe y'all could teach me because I need help with this one. So this comes from CNBC. America is short more than five million homes, and builders can't make up the difference. Some twelve. This is actually some good information that you might want to listen to because even I was, I never heard this term. Some 12.3 million American households were formed from January 2012 to June 2021, and just 7 million single-family homes were built during that time. Household formation is when an individual moves out of a shared living situation. So, like, when you turn 17, 18 and move out the house or you and your couple get together, which I didn't know. I thought they just meant, like, families as in couples, but that's interesting to know. But if 12.3 million new couples arose or new families arose and we only had 7 million houses built, you see where the gap is? But it gets worse. The U.S. is short 5.24 million homes, an increase of 1.4 million from 2009's gap of 3.84 million, or excuse me, 2019. Literally in two years, we've gone up a, a million and a half houses that we need. It's a huge shortage, and it's very unfortunate, but I mean... It just there's tons of work and innovation has to come. So this is, you know, for all you young people out there that are in school as engineers or going to school for architecture or, or honestly, any type of developing realtors. This is great. There's tons of work. If we're short five million houses, guess what? That means there's five million houses to sell, which honestly, that means there's 10 million houses to sell. And it keeps going and going like it's forever work. Uh, while the new house formation is actually short, sh- let's try it again. 
While the new household formation is actually slower than it was before the pandemic, home builders would have to double their recent new home production pace to close the gap in five to six years. That's fucking crazy. Yo, even if they turned it up. A new a new household can be either owner-occupied or rented. You see, but that's where it gets confusing because if it's... I guess they don't go by who owns the house. Single-family homes... Constructions have risen suddenly since they bottomed in 2019 during the Great Recession. I'm just trying to see what else was good in this story. I'm sorry, y'all. It was a big-ass story. I chopped it up. So we're still not caught up to, to what we were at in 2009, which I really don't think we'll ever catch up to those types of numbers. Either we're going to like catch up briefly and then surpass it completely, but we're still behind on that. And due to the shortage, prices for new homes and existing homes are rising at a record pace. For new construction, which has always come at a price premium, homes with a median value of 300000 which have considerably, yo, used to be affordable. 300000 315000 320000 was about average. Ooh, shit. That represented 32% of builders' sales in the first half of 2021, and it's down 43% since 2018. And it's not even the case. Honestly, most houses, at least outside of Vegas, I've seen the prices. They, we're all up about 35%, give or take. Like, that's it's, it's hard. With this shortage, what you're going to see is home prices go up. You're going to see apartment complexes bubble everywhere across the country and a lot of multifamily living. So buildings, projects, walk-up tenements, you know, like back in New York is what you're going to see across the country. And hopefully they do it in a spacious way. I am in the process of buying as much property and land as I can because, <coughs> excuse me, with a shortage like this, like I said, it's 5 million houses for sale. That means that there's going to be 5 million transactions. But like I said, it's 10 million transactions because if you're going to sell 5 million houses, they're going to sell again. So if somebody's buying or moving Let's say you catch a seller. That's one transaction, and then they buy one of these five million. So that's two, ten. That's how that works. At least that's how I see it. I just see money. Buy land, buy rentals, and get ready to start using your hands because this is this is a good and a bad thing. We have had the worst. Right now, if you look at what, what banking is doing with our money, you might as well just fucking burn money. The dollar bill is worthless. It really is. Get as many loans as you can. Buy as much shit as you can. Because when everything hits the roof, the money ain't going to be worth nothing. If you got land, at least you got something to hold on to. It's tangible. Trust me. Passive income is, is the way to go. You want to live forever, have rentals. I promise you it's the easiest life. So it wasn't as dark as I thought it would be, but still it's a shitty story. Like, you got to think if 5 million excuse me, there's 5 million houses that are short right now. I mean, there's tons of work. But we have to have a force. People have to be trained. People have to be taught so that we can take that and and and, you know, create ecosystems that can survive off of this because you can't just live off a building like they can't just build fucking houses that's kind of what happened in vegas it was either you worked at a casino or you were a construction worker and then the construction thing slowed down and boom half the city's out of work they have to figure out a better economic system down here what else what else what else so spacex how dope is this spacex didn't even tell nobody nothing they just popped off and shot people into space so this one came from uh mashable when you're orbiting the Earth altitude at 360 miles, it turns out the view is pretty special. A little fucking corny, little... <laughs> SpaceX Inspiration 4, the world's first all-civilian space flight. By the way, these are like all the investors of SpaceX. So they're just a bunch of billionaires and like a nerd scientist. So it's pretty cool. They're not like astronauts by no means. 
I think that was pretty dope. It's kind of like what they did with the Bezos thing, but let's not compare. This is something different. Still dope. And I didn't know SpaceX was even launching people like this, but this is pretty dope. We jetted off from Nassau's Kennedy Space Center in Florida on Wednesday evening. <sighs> I'm losing my breath. Let me slow down. <laughs> SpaceX inspired for it's the worst. The worst. The world's first all-civilian space flight, which jetted from Nassau's Kennedy Space Center in Florida on Wednesday evening, is now in full swing with a crew already completing over 15 orbits of the globe. Wow, that's dope. Late on Thursday night, the official inspiration for Twitter accounts shared images on board of the flight, including some awesome shots of the spacecraft's cupola. I don't know what a cupola is. So it has a dome that shows you, like, all the world on the outside. But I didn't realize they were just going to orbit around the Earth. That's pretty cool. And, I mean, the fact that they've gone around that many times already, that's pretty awesome. Like, what a dope little trip to take. Like, honestly, I think that's something I would do. Like, the, the better they get at that, the I mean, something I would I would maybe fuck with. Maybe. I don't know about 15 times, though. We can go up and come back down. I'm really not with that whole nother just, no. <sighs> the classism my bad i'm <laughs> like i feel like i'm rushing the stories but i'm not trying to i apologize i really do so with ocasio cortez's stupid dress and uh everything that came with that i feel like i'm always talking about her and i wish i talked about her in a better light because she's a young puerto rican like myself she's from new york she's from the bronx i mean she's literally everything i would want in a politician but she falls short of everything i want in a politician besides identity politics so with that being said uh if she didn't have so much influence i wouldn't say much but she has a lot of influence on a lot of people and and it's not good so she's actually uh facing complaints now from the ethics committee because she accepted a $35,000 ticket to the Met Gala to wear that horrendous dress and basically look like a buffoon in front of all the people that she wants to tax. My question has always been, you want to tax the rich and then what happens? Because she makes $174,000 a year. She's telling people that they should make $15 an hour. I'm telling people they should get paid according to the value of their work. She makes $150,000 a year and does what? Tax the rich? Aren't you the rich? We've explained this. If you make $32,000 a year, you're part of the 1% of the whole globe. You want people to make $15 an hour. It doesn't add up. Even if they make $15 an hour after taxes and everything, they're going to live a very meek, meek, meek life. You don't live that meek life. I think all all government officials that say you should make $15 an hour should be transparent with what they make because we pay them and they should make $15 an hour and see how they can live off of it. Because is it equality or is it equal outcome? Why must you take from the rich to give to the poor? Why not teach the poor how to make their own? There's plenty of it. It doesn't make any sense that you have to take from someone else. There's never no answer because you say take from the rich and give to the poor. Well, who decides who gives to who? Who decides who gets what? Who gives you? Who the fuck are you to tell me what's too much money? Is it equality or equal outcome? If we both train and I beat your ass in a race, that's on you. This in America, the beauty is we all have equality because we all have a starting point that we can all stand on. Even those who have felonies and shitty backgrounds, you can get right back to that starting line and push. 
everybody. We might not have the same outcome, but we all have the opportunity to take care of ourselves, start businesses, uh, educate ourselves, change our family trees. Everybody has that opportunity, even with a fucked up past. But you at least have the opportunity. There's other places in the world where there's no opportunity at all. So again, is it equality or equal outcome? Because equality means we stop talking about this shit and we just treat each other well. We're just people. You got to stop putting titles on shit. You know, you guys come out with this shit called the Black National Anthem. You're just looking for division. Like, like what happens when they come up with a white national anthem? Stop. This shit is so divisive. If it's equality, then we're equal. We're all Americans and we let this shit go. You can't decide what's kind of American. Stop. That's the problem with this shit. And if somebody's going to be taking my money and giving it to somebody, shouldn't I have the, the like, this is crazy. Y'all want the same people that can't keep the roads right to take money and give it to who? Like, there's always, a, I love this picture that shows what happens when the government does something and it shows a private business. And what they show is the mailbox from USPCS and then they show a FedEx and a USPS, uh, UPS, excuse me, uh, mailboxes, all three. FedEx is brand new, UPS is brand new, and the U.S. Postal Service mailbox is all decrepit, leaned over, fucked up in color. Why? Because the government can't take care of shit. As much as people pay in taxes, all this money, they're more worried about what they're making than they are to take care of you and yours. In reality, what they should be fighting for is better education and free education. Maybe a better K-13 through or K-12 through education. Fuck tax the rich. How about come up with a better fucking educational system? How about come up with work for people to have? You know, what really gets rid of 99% of these problems is people being self-sufficient and independent so they would have to have jobs to be able to take care of themselves and not need the government. They fucking, they do this type of shit. She's pandering to you. Who is poor watching the Met Gala giving a fuck who's wearing a $10,000 dress? How stupid are you? Know your audience. You're in the room with the people who you said you want to tax. Again, obviously you don't want equality. A $35,000 ticket is not equality, baby. That's exclusiveness. That's somebody's yearly income. How dare you? You work for us. I'd be goddamned if you work for me and you live a better life than me off of the money I pay you. Ain't that a bitch? How come nobody else has a problem with that? Why don't nobody ever says anything? It's, it's beyond me that we sit back and go... Yeah, the government works for us. Ocasio-Cortez makes $157,000 a year. I hope some of y'all make that. The statistics show that in Vegas you don't. I hope some of y'all make that. I really do. I find that shit disgusting. I really, really do. Now, um, like I said, I had a story. I want to talk about why the last man... We're going to talk about that on the next episode or maybe the Patreon episode because I got a good review for that. And y'all might meet Mandy for the first time. We're really going to get into that. And we'll talk uh, about the Spanish heritage next week as well. But let's get into this story with Gabby Petio. Petio. And I'm sorry. I know I butchered her name and I apologize. And I hope we find you. So let's talk about this story. Let's please continue to search for Gabrielle or Gabby who did not return home after a cross-country trip in August. Investigators say her fiancé and those around him are withholding critical information. So 
the boyfriend or husband or fiance has not been charged, but he's not talking. They went on a road trip in a van and they started filming it. They're both YouTubers. They're pretty big on YouTube. They started filming their trip and they got into a fight. The police actually showed up and there's body cam footage of the police showing up because they were speeding and swerving and they hit a curve. They got into a fight inside of the van. He hit her. And she was like, I fucking hate you. I don't want to be in this fucking van with you anymore. And he's like, shut up already. I need some fucking space. So she hit him. They crashed the fucking van. Cops pull him over. And she was like, I told you the fucking police were telling us to pull over. She gets out doing that shit that they do. And he was like, look, bro, I just wanted to park this motherfucker, lock in and walk separate ways. But she was not stopping the crying. Like she cried like somebody slapped her cereal out of her hand if you watch the video of her crying with the police talking to her it looked wild anyway what else happened what else happened nobody knows why he's not talking either and i think that's strange too like why isn't he talking if you ain't got nothing to hide why aren't you talking if y'all split up just say that the couple have been sharing photos and videos of the trip on social media and the police body cam showed an argument between the couple before petitos disappearance and i'm sorry again for your name i really am i apologize i wish i knew how to pronounce it right i'm not good at saying shit right with my mouth i'm so sorry uh, laundry that's the boyfriend's name laundry refused to speak to authorities when the van was seized from their home in north point florida and insisted oh yeah insisted on hiring a lawyer the fact that her vehicle is back here in north point with potentially the last person who may have been with her isn't speaking and is very concerning to us said josh taylor of north okay so i agree it's a little harsh that the boyfriend or the fiance isn't speaking, but what really is going on? And this is like the second murder slash whatever story that I can't wait to see on Netflix because I'm, I hope she gets discovered. This is pretty shitty, especially for people that always put their life online. Like, listen, road trips are hard if you don't road trip. Like, I think road tripping takes a special type, and it's a bit hard to road trip if you're in a relationship that ain't doing well. Mm -mm. i wouldn't even attempt that shit like riding a greyhound is one thing but a road trip so listen condolences and prayers to her family hopefully this dude isn't playing games and he can keep it a buck and just help this girl out um i i i, I gotta stop saying um i don't see i don't see his game plan and if they already seized the van i mean where's the camera just get the camera and let's find out what's going on I'm going to go play video games with my friends. My name is Kasabian. Live in the moment. Don't live in the past. Be safe. Stay dangerous. Lavo loves you. Wow.